0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of This League. It is Tuesday, August 20th, and we've got a great show for you. We've got Studs and Duds, and then we'll be introducing a couple of new segments. One, How About Them Rooks, and then New York, New York. We're excited to have you back, and thank you guys for tuning in once again. Let's get going. All right, so I know Iz has something to bring up
1: before we get into it. (laughs) All right, so I'll kick off with um, Over the Weekend. I guess this starts back from like two years ago. If anyone knows Ethan from GSN, he's like the worst Twitter account like ever to follow and he covers the Giants and all he does is like talk negative about the Giants. And like he actually thinks he knows more than like an NFL front office, which is like super sad. Like, dude, come on. Like <laughs> you, you don't know anything. Like you, you're you not behind the scenes. You don't know. You don't know how to evaluate players. You don't know how to evaluate a roster. And he's just always so negative. So I've been just like DMing him. And I DMed him in like 2017 and I called him a pussy. And then <laughs> I DMed him like two weeks ago and I said like, stop sucking OBJ's dick. Two years then, later? Yeah. And then I DMed him again on Friday and I said, you're a fucking loser. So he, he's got 12,000 followers on uh, Twitter. And he tweeted out a, like a picture of my DMs to him. And like with like um, a meme that like he's sitting back and just like enjoying it. So, like, I tweeted back. I'm like, I ain't wrong. And, like, I started getting blown up by, like, all, like, these, like, fanboys of them. And, like, I even got, like, a direct message. I hate that shit. (laughs) It's so bad. I even got, like, a direct message from some kid, like, backing him up. Like, you're, like, telling me I'm embarrassing myself and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, you're embarrassing yourself, too. (laughs) Like, I don't, like, I don't need you DMing me. I don't care what you say. So, I started calling him, like, a snowflake. And he was just, like, so mad and, like, kept going at me. He's like, you're a podcaster. You're a podcaster. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I never said I wasn't. I'm not, like, sitting here and saying, like, they're bad people. I just don't like the person that, like, you're defending. Or, like, why are you defending someone that, like, means absolutely nothing to your life? So that's my little funny story of that's that. That's
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, why are you a random kid DMing another random-ass person you have no idea who it is supporting – a guy who just right follows the giants?
1: Yeah, literally like I understand you like with your life? The guy's got like a big following so like he's going to get hate so I understand that but like for like some kid with like 300 followers to like dm <laughs> me and like tell me I'm embarrassing myself I'm like dude like <laughs> fuck What are you off, doing with dude? your life? He yep. he has a podcast it was what is it? It's uh he does it with NYG week like, okay, uh, yeah. like God We should start
0: we just officially started podcast beef. I'm down. With podcast beef. His name is Ethan GSN. Ethan
1: GSN, you're a bitch. He's a huge bitch. Dude. <laughs> I hate this guy more than like anyone on Twitter. This is like my most hated person in life. Well, we officially started
0: podcast beef. Four episodes in.
2: Four episodes. Number <laughs>
0: one for heads. We'll get started. We'll go right into studs and does. I'll start it off. Go for it, bird.
2: Yeah, so uh, my stud for this week definitely has to be uh, the UFC in general, because UFC I know is not like as popular or as like a big of a sport as like you know the NFL, MLB, and it, even maybe the NHL. I'm probably even getting past the NHL at this point, but you know they're they're always on the come up. And this week's their their most recent card, UFC 241, was unreal. Their main card out of the five fights they had, one you got to see four underdogs win. And, of course, the welterweight took, took it back. Nate Diaz from Jersey, the boy, great fucking fight. Killed Anthony Pettis. Will come from behind. But the real come-from-behind fight of the night, Miocic taking back the heavyweight from Daniel Cormier. That fight was unreal. I don't know if you guys watched it or any of the highlights of it. Cormier had him beat for the first three rounds. If, this, if, the, if the card went to the decision, Cormier definitely would have retained the title. But Miocic got the knockout in the fourth round. No one saw it coming. Also, a good underdog. If anybody parlayed the two, the the welterweight and the heavyweight, probably won a decent amount of money. If you even parlayed all four, you probably won like five, six hundred dollars off like ten bucks. But overall, the whole card was great. It was a great fight to watch. Dana White is an absolute beast, and it's always great watching Joe Rogan do the do the post game with these fighters. It's always great watching him.
0: I love Joe Rogan. Probably one of the best
1: podcasts. I want to
2: see. Him I don't watch
0: UFC. I don't watch UFC enough.
2: You know what's sad too? I was
1: really looking forward to watching this card. This weekend, and I got home from the Yankee game and fell asleep. But I did want to watch. Oh my god, who was it that fought? What was the main? What was the main title? Though?
2: Cormier was always a heavyweight fight, and they're two like boxing style fighters. So they're always just anytime you want to see a fight, you hate the I hate the ground and pound. Like that shit just gets boring. But when they're standing up, literally boxing, like that's when shit gets real. And Cormier had him beat. Was like beating him up for the first three rounds, and then Miocic got a couple good shots and took him down the fourth.
0: How do they come up with these names for the fight cards? Like, is it how, did it start at UFC
2: one? I have no idea. They change up the number that I have no idea about. I don't think it started out as UFC one. There's no way. There's been 241 that main is, events.
0: <laughs> did you hear Nate Diaz's quote about how he took off because there's no one there to fight?
2: Nate Diaz is a beast. He literally they uh, they just like made like a uh, weed like CBD like like legal in UFC. And his first press conference after they made illegally, he came out smoking a fat blunt on stage at the press conference. That was amazing. He uh, did you see the
1: meme? I don't know if the meme or was it a video of like a whole room getting hot boxed by like a blower? And it's actually, yeah yeah, yeah. An <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I team.
2: know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> All
1: right, who's your dud?
2: Oh, my dud of the week is sadly for me to say, Tiger Woods, man. Tiger won, like, I know, like, when he played the British Open. He got hurt and everything, and he backed out. You hate to see it. He was going to miss the cut anyway. He was playing terrible, and then he comes to the BMW uh, Championship this past week, literally just on the Sunday, and he needed to finish in the top twenty, I think eighteenth or above, to make the cut to the next tournament for the FedEx Cup. And literally, once again, he didn't. It wasn't terrible, but he wasn't Tiger, and he missed the cut. And his season's over. I didn't want to see his season end.
1: All right, it is. Who's your stud? My stud of the week is Pete Alonzo. He's yeah, and yeah, I can't believe I'm talking about Pete Alonzo as a Yankee fan, but you just can't, you can't like uh, deny what he's doing this year. He's the first Hold rookie there. ever to hit 40 run, 40 home runs in the National League, I believe. Hell Shack yeah! Back, 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 back. He's just been on an absolute tear in his last seven games. He has he's batting four sixty four with two home runs, ten RBIs, thirteen hits. You, you just can't replace his bat in that lineup, and I feel like he's really, really carrying that Mets team. Where who, would they be without him? Probably, like, <laughs> fucking how they always are. Fifth, Sixteen under. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's going to carry them to the playoffs. I really, I really think this Mets team is going to get in because I, honestly, I would like to see the Mets get in. Because I'm. I i do not fear them by no means. Do I fear them? But it would be nice. It would be nice to see both New York teams in the in the playoffs.
2: I've heard a couple Yankee fans actually say it to me recently. Have yeah, they room for the Mets.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for them. It's more so like if they get in, happy for them. If they don't, Mets are going to Met, you know? Like, like <laughs> I, I would like to see them do good. I mean, what, it's not like they're, like, directly affecting the Yankees. Like, we're in different divisions. I, I don't think they'll, they'll ever get past the Dodgers. I think that Dodger team is just That's stacked top to bottom. But that Nets, the Mets pitching is just scary. It's scary.
2: But do you think Alonzo's catching Judge? For the record, um, how
1: many games are left? I think, <sighs> think it's a little over thirty. All right, so there's they've played 123 games. Uh, it's very possible, but I don't. I think he'll come up shy.
2: Depends. I, I think he. I think he's going to come up short too. I think he's going to come up a little short. I don't think he's going to be able to break it. Maybe tie, but I think he's going to come up short. It's 52, right? Yeah,
1: it's 52. 52. I yeah, I think he's he going to come up short. He needs 12 more home runs. He has to very, hit it's
2: like. It's doable. It's, it's very not, doable. It's very doable. And
0: he wants it bad. He just celebrated just, the home run derby like he won the World Series. So who yeah, knows what he yeah, do? Yeah, he did. <laughs> so who knows what he'd do if he gets to that?
1: I think I'll think my prediction is he comes up too short. I think he'll hit 50 this year. 50, which is still absolutely absurd.
2: I'm, I'm fucking real. First Mets rookie in a while. i just crazy excited about
1: it. Must be nice though, because I mean, it's not like. Everyone talked about like the Mets had to be sellers at the deadline, and now look at them like smart move by not being sellers. But I'll tell you what, though, that Diaz and Cano trade was just abysmal. That was the worst trade ever. Yeah, I be can't believe they
2: did that. Is who know Kaletic, who they traded uh, their top prospect? Who knows who could turn out to be? Yeah. Who knows and that's gonna be the Diaz is a thoughts. fucking bum.
0: Every I tweet at Diaz after every appearance saying you stink. <laughs> He's horrible.
2: But I think that
1: was just Brody trying to make a splash as being a first time GM.
2: So do I. I think that I think that was a move he wanted to make the show that he wanted to win now. And it just blew up in his fucking face.
1: All right who's your dud? My dud of the week is the Dallas Cowboys. They are handling this Zeke situation. In a matter of just straight disrespect, straight idiocy. I don't. If there's anyone that you're gonna pay on that team, it's Zeke. I think everyone can agree on that. He is what he's the motor that makes a train run. He's makes Dak who he is, and Dak sucks. In my opinion, so much better makes him so much better. And I don't agree that any running back can do what Zeke does. He's he's a difference maker. He's a playmaker. You you literally can't tackle him. If it's third and two, third and one, third and three, there's no one else I want the ball in the hand besides Zeke. He's going to get you the first down every time. He falls forward every single play. You just give him his money. Like, I don't know what you're doing by saying, like, Zeke who? Like, what are you doing, Jerry? Like, you need – you have a team that could possibly contend for a Super Bowl this year, and you're just prolonging this. Just sign the guy. It's my money, and I need it now. What are you doing? Worry about everyone else. Sign Zeke. Play this year and see where it goes. Like, you need to get Zeke locked up. Strictly because I have the fourth pick in fantasy. That's why (laughs) I need him signed. But, like, what are you doing? I need to know what he's doing with Zeke. It just bothers me.
2: Why does he make a fool out of himself? The only thing I can really, like, Jerry Jones, maybe the Cowboys are thinking of, is, like, their offensive line is still, like, incredible. And if you put any running back behind there, he's going to have a good season behind that offensive line. But they're not going to have the season Zeke is going to have. Like, no, not many running backs are, are going to have that type the of season that Zeke is
1: rushing gonna have. leader for two out of the last three years. I, I just it, it like baffles me how you're really just going to let this guy like hold out and not get him into practice, not get him into like the shape that you need him. Like everyone says that he's in the best shape of his life, but like who the hell knows that? That's just like what they're saying because it wants, they are trying to get leverage in the contract. Like you don't know how Zeke's going like, to how he's going to be. And, and he's not
2: going to play. Like he is not gonna play until he gets his money. He'll sit out the whole year, I think. He's not playing.
1: And as a Giants fan, I don't mind that. I hope he does sit out all fucking year. But fantasy purposes, I hope he fucking I hope he gets signed quickly.
0: Breaking news. Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown has filed a new grievance against the NFL in an attempt to be able to wear the helmet he wants. Oh my God. Adam Schefter, a shefty bomb.
2: I don't get it. He's this tried league, man. On...
0: Another this dud, league. this fucking league. Get, get that man a helmet.
2: He's tried on, supposedly. They a should let him player. play a
0: game without a helmet.
2: <laughs> He's he tried on over You're 35 talking... helmets. Just give that man
0: CTE as it is.
2: He can't like one helmet. He's tried over 35. They
0: should
1: That's... test him for CTE now.
2: Honestly. I hope That's he doesn't home. have it, God forbid. But something's got to be going on up there.
1: I, I just don't understand. Just get a helmet. That's another I un- dud. I under- I understand with
2: the same helmets they use as a peewee.
1: Yeah, but you're a professional athlete. You're What's supposed to be one of me? the best athletes in the entire world. Like you're going to tell me the helmets they make now blocks his vision? Some of these players have like a two bar face mask. Like just get something that's going to protect your head. Like meanwhile like you want these old you want to wear these old helmets and take just violent hits to the head yet you have two little kids. What are you doing?
2: A, put, a, put a safe um, helmet on. The Steelers are laughing right now. Yeah. The Steelers are laughing. Literally, they'll say, I told you so. <laughs> I fucking uh, told you.
0: Ju- juju has to be living this up. So he's
2: making himself like an idiot, A.B. At this point, he's making himself just look stupid. As Mayock said, either he's with us or he isn't. And the thing, But the thing with A.B. is like preseason, he, he's that good. He does not have to play in preseason. Like He'll step on the field week one and still be A.B. So as, as long as he can figure out whatever the hell is going on. And he missed one. a
0: practice a couple days ago, too. He, he practiced didn't... today, actually. He was at yeah. practice today.
2: If he just is able to get on the field week one and be somewhat happy with whatever fucking helmet he has on his head, then the Raiders are in good position.
0: So my stud this week, Josh Gordon, guy lived three or four years, just got to smoke and <laughs> take steroids. <laughs> and he's still in the NFL. He's actually the ultimate stud. And he's coming back to a 42-year-old Tom Brady who's in the best shape of his life.
1: I would love to see Josh Gordon back. I think he's electric when he's on the too. field. He's, I love watching him play.
0: He is so fast, and he, he, he looks bigger than every defensive back.
1: He really does. You know what blows my mind about this whole like, situation with Josh Gordon? He smokes weed, and he's out of the league for, like, three years. And Tyreek Hill beats the shit out of his son, and he doesn't even get suspended. Yeah.
2: Such bullshit. The funniest thing with Josh Gordon... Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Golden Tate, too.
0: Trying to have a kid, yeah. and he pissed a little weird, so they
1: <laughs> leave him hanging out. <laughs> he didn't even piss weird. He he literally turned himself in after taking it for a day, and they suspended him for four games.
2: Yeah, the funny thing about Josh Gordon is, I don't know if you've ever seen the interview, like after he fought his first suspension for whatever the fuck it was, weed or whatever, he said he used to play, like, in high school and all his college games, like he was never sober. Like he'd be Like, he would either be high, drunk, or off something. He oh, he never played a football game sober. Wow.
0: And he's getting he's gonna get paid millions of dollars to
2: to play a after
0: game. after spending four or five years getting high and taking steroids.
2: And of course, him and Tom Brady, if Josh Gordon has a good year, who knows what the fuck could happen? Honestly, yeah.
1: that's that's a stud move, being able to perform at that high of a level, being stoned off your ass. And I'm pretty I'm sure, sure he used to sell too. Didn't he sell in
2: college? Probably. He yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Did you guys watch a
1: documentary game? about him when he came out and talked about all like his drug problems?
0: No, I didn't. A
1: I was really kidding. good watch. I recommend it. Makes you feel bad for him.
0: Uh, I mean he he's, he's been—he's had like six chances now, so he's
2: still getting paid to play football. So yeah,
0: yeah, he's still worth millions of more dollars than me. <laughs> all um, right, my dud, my dud of the week is uh, my ability to gamble and make good decisions. So Liverpool. Obviously, I'm a diehard fan. Watch the entire game. Before the game, dabble. Maybe throw a couple units on Liverpool score to win, obviously. I take Liverpool. I put two bets in. Liverpool to win 2-0 and Liverpool to win 2-1. We'll say five units. It's a really good bet with the odds to the payout. It's the prediction scores pretty much they playing? 800 plus 900. They're playing Southampton. And with six minutes left, it's 2-0. I'm thinking this is an absolute lock. What could possibly go wrong? 30 seconds after I hit cash out on 2-1 to keep the 2-0 bet, just thinking they're going to ride out with the game. Adrian, their new goalie, their backup goalie, that's replacing the hurt guy that I talked about on Tuesday or last Thursday. He passes it to their forward who taps it into the goal. 2-1. Oh my God. Two, 2-1 I only get one unit back. And I miss the 2-1 bet to win probably ten times or nine times my money. That's that is general. terrible. So, so the the week is my inability to make gambling choices and then after that, I lose two baseball bets in a row just because, why not? It's a
1: bad, <laughs> it's a losing streak. Betting baseball is so hard.
2: Betting baseball is impossible. I can still not figure it out. Even with the over-unders, I feel like even if an ace is on the mound, only like, baseball, you bet the unders when like, there's two aces and even sometimes, teams just have good hitting yep. days. And it's over eight,
0: just like that. Over seven and a half.
1: I yes. actually
2: hate,
0: I love the cash out feature, but I've made the, so many wrong decisions using it.
2: DraftKings, bro. DraftKings is so much better.
0: I also heard Francesa today on WFAN uh, talking to the CEO of DraftKings, and his mind was blown. He could not wrap his head around the fact that you could bet on your phone during the game.
1: Are
2: you kidding me? He he
0: had no idea what live betting was, and he was so intrigued by it, saying, "That's that's fascinating." Yeah, when man. are they going
1: to get that old schmuck off the radio, dude? I hate yeah. him.
0: So my yeah. second of the week is Francesca. His show dude. is
1: best when people are calling in, making him look like an idiot.
0: Yeah, oh that God. what is that Twitter account? It's hilarious. Funhouse. I want to thank Funhouse for your service.
1: Do you know it's a producer at the fan that does it? Like he's like watching him while he's is it? yeah. That's hilarious.
2: The best is when Francesa thinks he recreates fantasy football every month. I can make a game for you where you. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And you he had no idea.
2: Week. <laughs>
0: and it's he's so involved in sports, and he has no clue about anything going on outside of the actual sport itself.
2: He's literally a dinosaur at this point. I think they just put they just put him on just to get trolled. Literally, all their viewers just love to troll him. That's yeah. What yeah. At this point. <laughs>
0: we'll move into our next segment how about them rooks we got four quarterbacks four or five quarterbacks coming in that are rookies that just got drafted uh let's talk about how they're doing so far we'll start off with our new york giant dj danny dimes daniel jones
1: love the nickname if head, it's imperfectly. He, he looks so good And I know I understand it's against Like backups But like Backups aren't going to be They have nothing yeah. to do With his accuracy Remember
2: what people Thought he was going to be He blew it out of the Fucking water People are As you said before Is there room for him To fucking suck Yeah There really has got to be bad And the turnout yeah. he, Even though you said it's against second team He's still performing They're still NFL Caliber athletes He's still performing Way more than they already Thought he was going to be
1: Dude, he had two – really, he's, like, exceeding expectations so much. He had two fumbles. He put. He didn't put his head down. He didn't – like Pat Shermer said, he didn't cry. He didn't call his parents and cry. He led the Giants with an 8-for-8 eight eight touchdown drive. Like, you can't ask for anything better. Like, he's he's the next coming of Eli, and I hope he's a little – I don't think he'll be as good as Eli, but, like, if he just is, like, same demeanor, same way, like, his, his teammates are going to get behind him. And it's, like, I love seeing it because I'm definitely – I can't sit here and say that like I like love the pick because I I shit on Daniel Jones up until the pre yeah. like, up until his first preseason yeah he did he looks so good that it gives you so much hope for him to be like somewhat decent and I just like literally cannot wait like I don't, it's so tough like being like having to replace Eli and like wanting him to go but I think it's I think we're about that time where we need to see Daniel Jones play like at least by week five
2: um... if they're not in it. I, I think go back. I literally said, "I'm telling you, he'll be in my week four or 5 I'm telling you, Eli's gonna shit. I wouldn't. The- I honestly
0: wouldn't mind that. we still have to see how Eli because he did go four for four, even though it was dump offs and chill. I think Danny Dimes is kind of setting himself up. So if he makes a mistake, he's gonna set the bar so high that New York fan base, the New York fan base, is going to overreact whether he's in amazing or like even messes up a couple times, which you still have to give
1: him leeway. He's a rookie doing this. You kind of almost want him to have like a bad preseason game soon. Yeah. Can we talk about how how short Kyle Murray looks? I was just
0: going to bring him up. He looks like a play 60 kid. He's so tiny. He actually, he looked lost behind the offensive line.
2: He doesn't look good. I really don't think that he's going to have a good year at all. Not only because he's a first year quarterback, but they also have a first-year head coach with a brand-new offense, I don't think he's going to have a good year at all. It's too much for a right quarterback. Their off.
1: defense is going to be worn out by, like, week four. That offense is never going to be able to stay on the field, and they want to run, like, 90-something plays a game, but they're on the field for, like, their time of possession is going to be, like, eight to nine minutes. Like, that's absurd.
2: People don't like know that yet either. Cliff, who knows how Cliff's going to turn out?
0: If he—if he know. If he wasn't as fast as he was, he would not be in the NFL.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Did you he guys did see the fall starts from him clapping? Yeah,
2: I, I, I didn't
1: I didn't understand that because there's there's quarterbacks that sit there and like literally clap their hands as fast as they possibly can when like the, the play clock's running down. So like, what's the difference? I don't know how
2: that rule works. I I was confused by that whole thing.
1: I, I didn't know. like that. He was
0: complaining about it too.
1: Yeah, this is going to be interesting. the Cardinals are going to be like an interesting team to follow during this year because Cliff he had Patrick Mahomes, the league's best quarterback personally, the league MVP, but he went, like, 13-18 and 18 with Patrick Mahomes. Like, he wasn't – he didn't have a good record in college He's whatsoever. Proven. He's not proven at all. No. He just has this, yeah. like, high-powered offense. Like, it – some most of the time, college offenses do not translate to the NFL.
2: Look what happened to Chip Kelly. Yeah. He's out of it. He was out of the league in, what, two, three years they got rid of him?
1: Yeah, after he gutted that entire Eagles team.
2: Exactly. So, who knows how click's going to turn out? And the Cardinals are going to be real, real bad this year.
1: Yeah, they'll be, they'll have another they'll have a top three pick again. I'm almost certain on that. Their defense is just going to be so worn out. You can't you can't you can't run that many plays. You have to control the ball. You have to move downfield. You have to move the change. You can't. It can't be an air raid. That's not how the NFL works. You need to you need to have a running game, and that kind of puts pressure on on fantasy owners to draft Daniel jo- uh, David Johnson.
0: David like, Johnson's going to have a year because they're going to rely on him.
1: Yeah, but when they realize that Kyle Murray can't throw the ball – I mean, he can. He's got the arm. He's got the – but his accuracy is like hasn't been shown. They may stack the box against him. Like, who knows?
0: Uh, Dwayne Haskins.
2: All buck. I can say about Dwayne Haskins, he's just a big-ass dude. He's not ready to start yet.
1: No, Definitely. he's not even, he's not he even reminds, close. He's Cardo
2: Jones. He literally reminds me – it's identical to Cardell Jones.
1: It's a great comparison.
2: Big dudes, great fucking arms, not ready to start in the NFL.
1: No. And did you see him tweeting like, "Oh, the, his preseason his,
0: overreaction."
1: Yeah, after his one like deep throw after two horrific preseason games. Uh, Come he's, on, man. I
0: can. I, he's like, I could throw that long ball all day. Yeah,
1: but you, can you? You throw can't be a
0: rookie. Out? You can't be a rookie quarterback playing in a second your second preseason game. You have one completion for a touchdown. That's over what forty? It was like forty five, fifty yards maybe. He chucked it. It was a nice throw, but. The rest of the game he threw a pick in week one. He threw no, he threw two
1: picks in two
0: picks in week one. He's absolute shit other than that. One long touchdown pass and tweeting about it already. It's a bad look.
2: I don't know if he'll start the season, but he's definitely gonna get some games because they really don't have a good quarterback situation over there at all, anyway.
1: Keenan's definitely definitely gonna be the day one starter, but apparently Colt McCoy is like Jay Gruden's favorite over there, but he's coming back from a broken leg. Yeah.
2: Colt McCoy. Yeah, right. What are you doing?
1: I don't know. Jay, Jay Gruden needs to win too. He needs to. Haskins. I don't think Haskins is going to see the. He's not going to see the field until the Redskins are completely out of it.
2: I think he gets at least four or five starts.
1: They could be very well out of it by week ten.
2: Good division this year.
1: I think the Giants are going to like pick it up, even though that defense is still suspect. The Eagles and Cowboys are the Eagles and Cowboys. You know what they're going to do?
2: It's 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 definitely going to be tough for them. that would be tough for them. But. I, there's no shot. I don't think you'll see Dwayne Haskins week one. Oh,
1: no. No, no shot.
2: But definitely, I'm thinking, yeah, you're right. Probably like around week 10, you might see him. Week 10.
1: I hope the Giants get to face him.
2: <laughs> and then Daniel Jones is already playing for the Giants by then?
1: Yeah, it'll be amazing. Because Dwayne Haskins was my pick for the Giants. I wanted him at six. But I'm as of right now, I'm pretty happy that we didn't take him.
2: Hey, you're two for two on Giants picks. <laughs> right? you running back. You're, <laughs> Giants pick. you're two for two. He's hey, that, uh, Sam Darnold was the
1: pick. Sam Darnold was the pick last year, but hey, if Gettleman gets his franchise running back and franchise quarterback in back-to-back drafts, he's a mad scientist. God bless him. <laughs> he's a mad scientist. Any I don't know if there's. I don't know if there's any other like rookie. Quarterback. We could talk about Drew Locke, but like he doesn't. Nah, nah. I'm,
2: really wa- I'm watching Drew Lock. He's right. just
0: happy to play football. He doesn't even do yeah. shit if he starts or not.
1: Yeah, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any other like, quarterbacks like, worthy of like talking about right, as of right now. Because all these rookie quarterbacks are playing behind franchise quarterbacks. Yeah, they're
0: probably not going. You know who is electric, not a rookie? <laughs> Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill is the electric.
2: He's he so fun. Me, reminds me of Brad Smith. Yeah. That he's all over the field. Player. It's oh, amazing dude. how he can
1: play literally at like, every single position. And he throws,
0: he throws darts from any position. Like, and if he's running across the entire field, he can throw a dart back across.
2: God forbid Breeze goes down, who starting? Hill or Bridgewater? What you put in Bridgewater
0: the- Hill. Bridgewater. I say Hill I last know. year. I wanted the Giants to trade for Bridgewater,
1: so did I. I did like Bridgewater.
2: I always thought it was Bridgewater, but like as of recently, Hill has really gained steam. That's what I'm hearing. He's gained steam on him for that backup position.
1: The honestly, the only reason why I said Bridgewater is because I, I haven't seen Hill like complete passes, but apparently he. He looked very good in the preseason game, so who knows? They they could do Hill, or they could do like a package like they did. They could they could split between Teddy and Hill if
2: yeah, Godfrey breeze goes down. down. Sean Payton just knows what the
1: fuck he's doing. God yeah, me. he's he's so good. God damn it! When uh we got Tom, I wanted to uh I wanted the Giants to trade actually trade for Sean Payton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: He has his own rule now in the NFL. They literally made the pass interference rule because he complained so fucking much. Like, which is
1: which is almost going to ruin the NFL because they've been some very, very questionable calls. It's
2: been terrible.
1: Yeah. It's
2: been really – has there been – how many successful
1: overturns has there been? I think the one time in the, the – from what I know, the Jets uh, – the, the Jets
2: Giants. Was the, Gase was the first one. He did it once. I haven't heard of another one since.
1: There might – there have been a couple because it's been talked about how like miserable it's been since – uh. Since they put it in.
2: It's, they're getting too much with it.
1: The NFL's ruined, man. They're ruining it themselves. The NFL's ruining it. Like, they're going to bring down their own organization.
0: Just wait till they all have to wear
2: styrofoam helmets. Or they're
1: all playing in bubble wrap.
2: <laughs> did, did you see uh, Paxton Lynch get absolutely demolished?
1: My sources tell me he's still dead.
2: Paxton Lynch. Like, <laughs> like, like, I hope he's alive. Right, but he was down for a minute.
1: Yeah, that's fucked up. You can't do that. I mean, like, regular season understandable, but there's no need for that. Like...
2: In preseason, absolutely not. I know you're trying you're to. Straight, make- straight trying to, to the side your- of the dome. Right to the dome. I know you're trying to gain your spot as a as a, as a player, but no need for that shit.
0: He's going to be fine. So much money.
1: He's, he's going to lose a shot at making the the roster, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: We'll introduce our next segment. Uh, It's our new segment, New York, New York. New Basically.
2: York, new York.
0: We're all New York, New Jersey-based guys. We got the Knicks, Nets, Mets, Yankees, Giants, Jets, and sometimes the Red Bulls. Uh, uh-huh. So if anyone ever has anything to bring up, we'll bring up New York, New York, based off of the New York teams and what's going on. Birdoff, let me hear you wanted to talk about the Mets. Yeah,
2: so we'll get back to the Mets. When they first started this great run, everybody was saying, they're like, the Mets got a chance, blah, blah, blah. I was like, they got to win at least, I was thinking, 12, 13 in a row. They didn't win them in a row, but they got those wins. They're in the spot now. They're, they're, they're at this point in the season where they're two games out, and they are going and they have most of their games at home, but the next four series will be the toughest four series of the year by far. They got a, They got Cleveland for three, Chicago for three, Atlanta, and then Philly. If they get swept by the Cubs early, very bad sign. And they got to play the Braves, who I know have been hurt, but they're still the Braves leading the NL East. And the Indians are hot right now. I'm real worried about upcoming from the Mets. i I'm, I'll be watching every game now. Now I'm in. Now I'm deep. They got me. They pulled me right back in. Just
1: when I thought I was out, they
2: pulled me back in. <laughs> I'm fucking deep into it. Two games out, this Cleveland series coming up because I know they just had a nice, a pretty good series against the Yankees. These next next couple of series are going to be their roughest part of the season by far.
1: This is going to make or break your guys' seasons right now. You guys almost need to like, you need to win this series just to have a chance.
2: They need to go. You yeah. guys yeah. see it? They need to go to Chicago at least, at the most, two games back going into Chicago.
1: Yes, they
0: need to. Uh, they needed to win all these bullshit games that everyone's saying it's the easier schedule. That that they needed to win that just so they can go in and get two and three out of these series.
1: What what have yeah. they what have they gone the last couple games? They haven't. They've kind of fell off a little bit,
2: right? They played the Braves and they won. They got they got one out of two, and then they just played the Royals and they got two out of three. It's like not terrible, but like you you really can't afford to lose a single game to the Royals.
1: No, you can't. You have to sweep the Royals. It's going to be understandable. Come
2: Lose a game to the
1: Royals. The Braves are understandable. That team is just unreal. They're they're, they're loaded with talent.
2: At the pitching stat, everything clicks again. But I know with Jeff McNeil, I'm not sure when he's coming back. But I really hope Alonzo just carries him to it, picks up his slack, and just keeps it going. J.D. Davis. Him and
0: Rosario have been freaking hot.
2: He's just He keeps getting better and better. As long as they just keep the offense up, and their bullpen can figure it the fuck out. Because as I said before, everybody was high on Seth Lugo. Still a shaky motherfucker. He gave up that lead where he should have never taken was a match, should have never taken him out of the game, but with Callaway being Callaway. But as long as they're bullpen, it's always gonna come down to that fucking bullpen can figure it out in those late inning, mid inning situations. With the Mets, they're never fine.
1: So we'll have to see. Yeah, they're not. You're that bullpen is going to be what's their, like, breaking point this year. They need they need them to have a strong finish to the season.
2: Huge finish to even have a shot. Because
1: mm-hmm. the pitch – your starting has, can only take you so far. Like, you you need – they're going to – your starting pitchers are very capable of getting you to the sixth or seventh inning, and then you need that bullpen to come in and close it out. And just from this whole season long, it's – they haven't been able to do it.
2: And they finally have the offense. They never have offense. They never. No. They finally have – a couple good bats that are clicking at the right time. Everything's going for them offensively. But it's just that fucking bullpen is so atrocious. I still they're still atrocious. I still every time the starter comes out, you never know. If they're up nine up, but what's going on in the Bronx though? Everybody's getting tossed now. Is, is that how it is? Is that the model they're going by? They're just—I
1: don't really know. I kind of—I kind of love it. They're playing with some tenacity. They're not taking any more bullshit from these umpires. Although I do think—I do think that whole Brett Gardner getting tossed for like banging the dugout is like that's ridiculous. Like he's not in there smashing TVs. He's not in there smashing water coolers. He's not in there smashing anything in the dugout, he's literally hitting the top of the dugout. Well, I man, mean, it, it, it so could cool. be loud. Some people may say it's childish.
0: I'm looking at pictures right now of what Brett Gardner did to the dugout, and the whole thing is fucked up. It's
2: destroyed. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> there, destroyed.
0: There's dents across the whole dugout.
1: It's hilarious. But let Brett bang.
2: Typical, typical Yankees, they're, they're making it to a rally call now. They're just banging the bats everywhere they go.
1: I love it. It's like a thumbs up when Frazier was a Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> they are the best team in baseball and obviously everyone gets bad calls, but it just seems like the Yankees just like don't get any calls whatsoever. Especially when Judge is at the plate. Like Judge doesn't even have a strike zone. Like he has to swing at everything out of the zone because everything is a strike to him. So it's understandable where they're coming from, but they these umpires seem like they have like the quickest trigger with the Yankees. Like they're just ejecting everybody.
2: But
0: Boone, I'm sorry, yeah. is I I don't really care about the Yankees not having
1: a strike zone because you're 40 games over. Yeah, that's see, that's that's the thing. Like, Yankee fans are gonna care about it. Other people are gonna be like, "Nah, the fuck it." But Boone has, from year one to year two, has been like an insane jump. He's just he looks like he like last year it looked like he had no idea what he was doing, but this year it's like it seems like he's like he's the best manager in baseball. I think personally, he's gonna be manager of the year.
2: When I when I remember seeing him last year when they were in the playoffs and he was just – just the camera on him in the dugout, it looked like he shit himself. He was literally yeah. so fucking nervous. Now he's as poised as ever. Mm-hmm. He's as poised was- as ever and what a what a come around for Boone, man. I I, I I feel for him. I'm rude for him. I like Boone. always have. Even though he's the Yankee manager, I have liked him and he didn't have the best first year, but I'm happy he came around. I'm happy. I am too. I, we, we
1: really needed to. We couldn't afford it because – I didn't understand the decision to fire Girardi, even though he did suck in uh, some critical spots. Boone has all the tools in the world to bring this team to this World Series. It's just that that starting pitching is going to – that's going to be the biggest factor. And I obviously, still- he's not pitching, so obviously it's not like he can do much about it. He just needs thought- to manage the team right. I
2: still thought the funniest thing was when CC got tossed – Imagine being that umpire you just throw out CC Sebastian and all six, eight, three hundred pounds of them comes jumping over that fence, literally running towards you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh you can't do God, that. Man. You gotta be careful there. I that must be,
2: be terrifying. Any other New York sports you guys got? Sam Darnold. He looks good, man. Sam Darnold, he looks really fucking good. Back to back,
1: back to back post uh, preseason games, first drive tutties. I'm feeling drive off type second year leap. He needs it. There's a lot of expectations for the Jets this year.
2: type second-year leap with Le'Veon in the backfield?
1: Smart move by Gase not playing Le'Veon. Even though I think since he, he hasn't played in a year, I don't think it would be a bad thing to get him like a, a touch or two, but totally understand him not wanting him to play.
2: Gase just fucked up. Uh, you know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that was a dumb move. He's a starting linebacker, and he's playing late into that, that preseason game.
2: Stupid. It was stupid. You're a know, younger coach, which I understand, but you can't make mistakes like that. He, he goes to the press conference. He's like, yeah, I feel bad. This guy's out for the entire season. You fucked yeah, wow. up a little bit. The, they, that's why the
0: preseason, know. they have to figure out something to do with the preseason.
2: They got to shorten it. I think two games. It
1: shouldn't be any starters. It should be all, like, your backups. Let them fight for the rosters. I mean, also, coaches should be smarter. Like, your starters, if you want them to get some action, what series or two, bring the other guys in. If they, uh, If these guys that are trying to make the roster, they get hurt, like... There's a million players you could replace them with. You, you need your starters, especially as like a Jets team. Like you have a lot of expectations this year. Like you need to win games and like having Avery Williams, like having main components of your defense go down, can't have that. Is Darren Lee still on the Jets? Nah. Yeah, he's a bum. He's he the a boom.
2: Every, everybody, pretty much, uh, mechanic um, Channing, um Hanahan, or whatever the fuck his name is, I can never pronounce his last McC-
1: name. McCagnon,
2: McCagnon, there it is. Every pretty much everybody he's drafted or signed, Joe Douglas and Gase have cut him.
1: Well, smart. I mean, the Jets were that was the stupidest thing ever. You let McCagnon run the free agency, you let him run the draft, then fire him after he spent a hundred million dollars. Come on,
2: Perfect. what are you doing? Stupid, but. To bring in a guy like Joe, like Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas is really killing it right now. He's doing a great job. You know, his first year, first, first, first big move signing Khalil, which is huge because the Jets need a center. He, even though he's old, he'll give Darnold that veteran presence that he needs.
1: Yeah, that was a big signing. That it's was a smart guy. signing, too.
2: They just still need to fix that quarterback depth, though. That quarterback depth is not good. So scary. Johnson sucks. They pay him it's, all that money. He doesn't live up to the caliber, not even close.
1: It's scary because that defensive line has. The, that defensive line is so fucking terrifying. But if if you play a good quarterback, like they're going, they're going to expose. Gonna the that, yeah. yeah, they're going to expose that secondary.
2: But we'll see. Jets ten and six.
1: <laughs> ten and six. I bet you fifty. I bet you fifty bucks they don't go ten and six, bird. Roommate, uh,
2: how about uh how about over <laughs> over nine wins? Uh, over eight, nine wins. Yeah,
1: that's literally ten and. <laughs> no, no, over, eight and half, over eight and a half. Over nine wins.
2: No, no, I'll take. I'll, the... I'll take fifty bucks over eight and a half.
1: Over eight and a half.
2: So nine or ten wins, fifty bucks, eight and a half. All right, deal. Done. Book it.
1: All right, that's that. I was the third party. <laughs> yeah. uh, any other? I could t- I could totally see the Jets going eight and eight, nine and seven. I I think ten wins is kind of unrealistic.
2: And I can see the Giants going six and ten.
1: That's fine. We're going to surprise some people this year. <laughs> if, that, if that defense can hold up just a little bit, man, or if that offense – it's it really falls on the offense to the time of possession, really yeah. yeah. We need to put points on the board because I think that defense is a little suspect. And they a couple our, of stops each. Yeah, I think that's. I think that secondary is going to be very good. We have a lot of depth at corner. Our middle – our linebackers are kind of eh. But our defensive line is what, what scares me the most. I don't think how, there's like how, – How's Evan Ingram doing? Uh, he hasn't – he's not playing in the preseason. He hasn't played like, yet. From every report that's coming out of training camp, it says he's looking like an absolute freak and his blocking is getting unbelievable.
2: I think he's going to have a real big year.
1: Yeah, he's going to be out. a top three. For the, know, the first four scared. weeks, he's a lock in every fantasy lineup. Yeah,
2: he's yeah. a good fantasy. Great fantasy pick, Evan Ingram. He's just
1: hurt a lot. He's always hurt. But I would definitely target Evan Ingram. I just hit my jewel. I can't even breathe right now. I love Evan Ingram. I think between him, him and Saquon, that once, once that Eli Manning can't really run the RPO, but like when Daniel Jones gets in there, that RPO with Saquon and Ingram, it's like it's gonna look like a, the Phillies offense. It's gonna be dominant.
2: Still a little too high on Daniel Jones in my liking, but can't blame
1: him. <laughs> oh, We gotta have some confidence in him.
0: So, any other New <laughs> York
1: team? I'm all good. that. <laughs> Let's
2: go, Knicks. Katie's a pussy. Katie's a huge
1: fucking pussy. I hope. I don't wish injury upon someone, but I would not be upset if he gets hurt again.
2: Bring back Carmelo. Bring him back. Let him have his farewell, Tori. All right. It
1: all. And
0: that's New York, New York. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back on Thursday with a special guest from BDGE's Fade the Public, Nikki Snacks. Also, stay tuned for raffles and giveaways coming out soon. All right. Thank you guys for listening and see you on Thursday. Peace.
2: Shout out, expansion. Peace. Peace. Peace.